I'm worried about your state of health. Got a little bit of a cold, I think. Well, just to be clear, I made Stephen do a COVID test when he got here. I volunteered to do the COVID test. No, I shoved it right in your nose. (laughs) Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, Good news is, no COVID. Yep. I texted my wife saying, did a a COVID test at Trevor's and sent that one. Yeah, and then waited waited for it to be delivered. And then I said, it's negative. And then my reply, her reply was, OMG. (laughs) She thought got her. And, uh, you heartless bastard. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah. Just trying to throw COVID <coughs> on your family. <clears throat> uh, I, yeah, I, don't, I haven't had a, I haven't been sick enough to want to do a COVID test in the last few months, really. It's just been a couple of months. Yeah, that's, like a f- that's the first test I've done for a while. Yeah, apart from travel or whatever, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I yeah. haven't been and other places. To be clear, my wife's sick too. She's, she's, she's got the same sort of. You're blaming her. You're saying she got it first and passed it on to you? Yeah, well, yesterday I was fine. I woke up with it this morning. Maybe you were asymptomatic. Another yeah. one of those great words we all know now. So, yeah. So, now that I've got the symptoms, what does that make me? Symptomatic? Symptomatic, yeah. Asymptomatic? Asymptomatic was when you had it and you gave it to your wife who was then symptomatic, and now you're symptomatic. Sounds like a song out of Greece. Asymptomatic. Symptomatic. symptomatic. It's hydromatic. <laughs> COVID-19. I can't believe you got that. So you've seen Greece? Oh, I know the watched, song. Have you watched Greece? I couldn't tell you what happens in the movie, but I know the songs. Okay, because that that won't be one of our best. Really? I've seen now? Yeah, I'm not a massive fan. You're making me watch the Warriors next week. Oh, come on, mate! But you're not going to watch Greece. You're going to love the Warriors. You reckon? You're going to love it. Really? It's one of my favourites. Okay. Absolutely well, I, love it. It's it's rare that I'd, well, I. Well, this don't... W- this week we've got Jurassic Park. Is yeah. the is the because Jurassic World Dominion came out this week. I can't wait to see it. So um, Jurassic Park is is tomorrow's movie, this week's movie. Next Friday, so the what's that, the 17th, yeah. is The Warriors. I'm a movie yeah. big hitter now too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Got invited to the Lightyear preview. Me too, yeah. Yes, yeah, taking the kids. I wrote back and said, look, I'd love to go, but if I go, my family will kill me. So yeah. can I get like five tickets uh, in okay. total? When is it? When is it's it? next Tuesday night. Yeah, I was yeah. invited to that. But Come I'll, along. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about like it. Like a man no, no, is I would like super it. I, excited. I would. It's it's uh, yeah, just I mean it's all part of the uh, the the Toy Story universe. I know that. I, mean, <laughs> I know this. I just can't I've believe I'm Toy talking Story. in the universes. I've watched Toy Story. I, I, think we I hate do, universes. We should do one of the movies that you like, which is what is it? Cars. What was the one you said is better than Star Wars? Yeah, I'll, I'll decide 3. between Cars or Cars Three. Yeah. I reckon we do that as yeah. one of the movies that you run. Yeah. Best so I'm going to run like Cars or Cars Three. I'm going to run The Great Escape and Toy Story. Okay, yeah, I know Toy Story back to front. My Toy Story kid, 3? My, my kids, Toy Story 3, not so much. But the initial Toy Story, which came out in 95, yeah. my kids were, like, were born then. So Toy I, Story mate, 4. Yeah. It's pretty... I've, I, I've watched 1 and 2 a lot. 3, I couldn't tell you what happens. Yeah. Is there 4? Yeah. Really? Came out only a couple of years ago. There you go. So you haven't yeah. even seen them. But that's no, Toy Story. I'll run those, Toy yeah. Story, yeah. I'm, Absolutely. Mate, I'm into it, man. I'm going to need like four weeks of prep because... There you go, yeah. You'll <laughs> I don't think, even know how you get the you'll audio. You'll appreciate... I don't that. even know how you get the audio. Yeah, I'll have to let you know. But you'd <laughs> appreciate the work that goes into it, mate. Well, it might just be a... Uh, that's my Tuesday. Tuesday afternoons from 3 o'clock till about 8 o'clock at night is me preparing the movie show. Dry your eyes, princess. Yeah, just doing the... You know, getting all the, getting the audio, finding yeah. the audio, yeah, downloading the audio somehow... And then editing it, sort of tr- trimming it into the clips. That's the most time-consuming part of it, just sort of just to understand the workflow here. And then just doing all the research. Well, the thing with the research is I know all this stuff anyway. Yeah. Because I'm big fans I'll of these movies. I'll tell you right now, my, my scripts won't be it's as gonna be short. short as yours. <laughs> I'll be... Plus, I write every beat of every scene and yeah. talk, write it out. Yeah. Yeah. Some a of lot of, a lot of that's off by heart, by the way, too. I just write it. I just know it. Tragic. Yeah. Very, very tragic. But we're anyway, not here to talk movies. The That's best movies podcast. you've never seen, Jurassic Park, uh, will be in your feed tomorrow. Uh, we'd love you to also subscribe to that and leave a rating and a review because the rating and reviews just feed our egos, basically. <laughs> um, I mean, that know, helps. There's a few things that, that feed my family, uh, you know, money and my ego. <laughs> um, it's very important. <laughs> if my ego's suffering, then my family's suffering. Okay. I'm it's glad, I'm glad you got that, that clear. <laughs> As if your ego isn't just as bad. Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm a humble bloke, mate. Humble bloke, just does his job, does does his best. Really? Is that not right or why? 
What do you think? That I'm an egomaniac or something, do you? I'm not saying I'm, not, I'm an egomaniac. I know you're not. Yeah, I know. But, but, I'm, I, not, mate, but I'm, uh, I'm aware of my ego. I like it when people compliment me about Thank things you. that I do. Yeah, of course you. I like that. That's, that's all, that's all we're asking. I'm human. I'm human. Only human. Yes. I had actually a really lovely uh, email, and I can't remember his name, but saying that, yeah, you know, I love your podcast. I love your movie podcast. You got really. I think the guy was saying, you guys should be producers. You should. You got such good taste in how you do your stuff. You should be a TV and movie producers. Make your own stuff. I said, okay. I'm open office. Yeah. I don't Thank know what's you. involved, Thank but you. Yeah. but I am open office, okay. especially when there's money involved. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 538, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo, who provided the pen on which we wrote the rundown um, over the many hours of <laughs> that's production. My, that's my pen, by the way. I'm sure it is, mate. I'll be taking it back. You know, if I wanted one, I could just ask for one. I'm pretty sure I've got one somewhere. Got t- I think I might pen. have a couple. Yeah, special, those Every ones. time they send the big Arlo bag yes there's normally uh, some arlo wine or i've got a few uh, arlo um note notebooks oh i haven't got those oh, oh yes no no there might um yeah notebooks under here yeah i've got some of those it'd be very disappointing if i haven't kept one of the arlo you know ones. The one? oh, there it is there look it at is. that there first one on Boom. top arlo arlo uh, what's yeah. this one don't you love getting those oh that one's personalized what one's that one i think oh there's my, money in there my wife loves it's 20 dollars in there my us wife dollars. loves them does she? Yeah, she loves. Yeah, I don't ever have a DJI in the gamesman. I don't really have a need for notebooks. You don't have a need for notebooks. Like these, you're ones. a digital guy, aren't you? You're not a very note taker, are eh? you? Sort of. You're. Really. I can't. If I take notes, I don't know what it says a day later. Can't read it. Your writing's that bad. That eh? bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that bad. I thought you yeah, and you bagged me for my handwriting. Well, you know, you've improved a little bit over the years. Now <laughs> uh, we do it there, so we'll tell you about Netgear and Arlo uh, shortly. Um, Look, full disclosure, folks, a very big week with Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, and we are going to spend the majority of the show talking about that, okay? So strap in, get excited. We're going to run you through what we know and what we think of everything from iOS, macOS to the new MacBook Air. But we want to talk first about Hisense because Hisense's news is out today as we record. So it's at the top of the list because it's the top of the uh, top of the news cycle. Stephen went to State of Origin last night with the great people at um, at Hisense and was able to witness a stunning victory by a brilliant team. <laughs> Great event. Shame about the result. Yeah. but It was a, it was a good game, though, wasn't it? Mate, be honest, though. Did yeah. I not call it? You did. I called it. So I texted yeah. Stephen because I was going to yeah. be on a plane, and you said, I think Stephen have got a better team. I think Queensland have got a better team anyway. Um, your exact words were, I, I said, I, you said, mate, have a good flight. I said, cheers. Oh, also, Queenslander! <laughs> and you said, huh, actually, I think Queensland has a better side and will probably win. I did not respond because I frankly thought you were just putting it out there so that no matter what happens, you'd be you'd be able to just Mate, come in. Do you, have you not? Do you not know that my sporting expertise is as up there with my tech expertise? Have you not known? Do you I'm, not know that? I'm aware of it. We've both got pretty solid sports credentials anyway. Look, so I didn't put any money yeah. on it. I'm pretty disappointed. What well, they paying? I did and lost everything. What was? <laughs> yeah, I, I had multis and first try scorers, and I thought I got this worked out. But uh, they were paying at one point. I think they were two eighty five. Oh wow! Yeah, so two eighty is like. So high sense, I assume, had a few great TVs lined up in the. They did. They had their. They had their ULED TV. They had their mini LED TV. Yeah. And the reintroduced OLED TV. Now let's OLED talk about that first. Back, right? They had OLED baby. a couple of years ago. And then it disappeared from their lineup. Yes. Now, I don't know why that was. It's always very interesting kind of uh, understanding all the different things that go on. But the fact is that everyone knows that OLED has this kind of super desirable um, reputation because it is the best quality picture yeah. you can get on a TV. The, yeah. the downsides to it over the years have been things like brightness or burn-in. Yeah. I had a guy, over the last couple of months, I reckon I have three people say to me, oh, burn-in, an issue. And I went, listen, I've never, I've me seen neither. one That's OLED, yeah. I've seen one OLED with burn-in. Yeah. You, and you were there. Do you remember where it was? The Samsung OLED. headquarters. Yes. And you know why? Because it's on 24 hours a day, yeah. seven days and a week, Samsung's with the own. same with the same picture yeah, on it, right? It's Samsung's own OLED. Remember they, they made no, OLED? No, I don't know if it was. It didn't matter, oh, right? You, oh, they they, they you know. were using it to make a point that OLED had burn-in. Ah, but that's yeah. what happens. Like, seriously, yeah. if you watch Sky News 24-7, yeah. yes, the Sky News logo... That'll, that'll affect all TVs, not just that TV. Exactly. Yeah. And it may burn-in quicker on it. Anyway, yeah. bottom line, if you're... 
if you're watching more than one thing a day, OLEDs are yeah. not a problem like that. Well, and brightness has come a long way over the years. But yeah. um, they've brought it back as a part of this this lineup. And we should say they've got a, their top end is an 8K TV, but like that stuff's not going to be available till much later in the year. Some of this stuff yeah. is like September October style timing. So I actually think so. OLED, there's two OLEDs, the X9 and the X8. Yeah. Now. When you it look is, at it at yeah. a glance, you go, there's no difference between the two. But the X9 apparently has a slightly better sound profile. Yeah, it's got a sonic screen. So the, the Yeah, but on this this thing they sent us, yeah. just because I'm referring to it, they're exactly the same. Yeah. Well, they, I think they, they've stuffed that up. What they've what they've well the nine is the only difference I think is the sonic screen. So what, what but there's got, a sonic screen on the eight in this in this as sheet, well. That's okay, all, yeah. but I think the the nine will also uh, has upward firing speakers. Upward firing, on the, on the nine. yeah. So it's a dedicated subwoofer, uh, two up firing speakers, the sonic screen. I think maybe it's uh, it's available in fifty five and sixty five. So are both available in both sizes. No, the nine's only in a sixty five. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Okay, so the, the eight is a fifty five only or fifty five and sixty five. Fifty five and sixty five. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. So it's a bit a bit confusing there, but still. Um, so OLED wise, you know that's, you know I think you can kind of reliably say this is going to be cracking picture and all the things you'd expect. The the in the X8 the 55 inches 27.99. You can expect that to be more like 25 or 24.99 yeah. in retail, which then puts it head to head with the C1 for LG. I reckon. What, so the X8 in the, with the, the C1. X8, yeah, yeah, I think it does. And you know what? Well, I, I've only I saw it at the game. And didn't spend much, you know, have have the have the same reel on it the whole night. Yeah, and it looks great, looks nice, looks thin, but um, yeah, it's going to be a tough com- competition there. LG is going to be tough competition for it. It's hard, it's I, hard I've to got, fight LG. I've got the, the same C2 price point. right now. Yeah, I'm reviewing it, and it's amazing improvement over the C1. Yeah, so the 65 inch comes at four grand for the X8, and the X9 is four thousand two hundred. It's only three hundred dollars more. For that kind of yeah. essentially the better sound, um, which you know I, I have no problem with. I just think that it's it's a tough sell to because when you yeah. like for like with technology, right? You know LG versus Hisense, the heritage that LG has in OLED makes it very hard, right? We should so they, men- we they're going to fight that fight. Should mention the OLED panel in the Hisense TV it comes by, from LG Display. LG, yeah. So LG there's two Display. companies: LG Display and LG Electronics. LG Display. And I remember when, when I was at the display factory, they showed me the acoustic sound technology. And I went, oh, yeah. is that, that going to be... That's the one that and Sony it's, it's decided the one that to take. Sony decided to take, yeah. but LG didn't. Yeah. And Sony have had that. So this must and be this, similar to I that. I think it's very similar technology, yeah. yeah. I reckon too. Um, so OLED-wise, I wish them luck, but I, I do think it's a struggle to recommend unless the price is yeah. aggressively like, better. It's it's like sort of saying, right, here's, here's uh, LG's sort of signature part of their lineup is OLED. So recommending another company's OLED that's using the LG panel, yeah, it, it all comes down to price, size. Mate, price is where they yeah. win. If they if they're thirty yeah. percent better price yep. than than LG, then go for it. Yeah, absolutely. No, but that, it, that's it the looked, number. It looked great for me though. The sweet spot in the range is the U7HAU. So the U7HAU is right. It's theoretically kind of near the bottom of the range. The very, 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 very bottom of the range is just a full HD TVs in 32 and 40 inch. Up from that is the A7, which is essentially UHD. But their their first entry level ULED is the U7. Yep. Comes in 55 up to 98. 98, yeah. Features 4K, full array local dimming, QLED. Right, yeah. This is a QLED TV, Dolby Vision, HDR10, 200 um, smooth motion rate, Dolby Atmos, VDU so when, when you say QLED, you mean quantum dot quantum yeah. technology? Yeah, yeah on board. It's, it's yeah. QLED. That's yep. exactly how they they describe it. Um, Google Assistant, Alexa, um, smart sports mode, all the things that you want, right? So, like, it's ticking so many boxes. And they start at fifteen hundred bucks for the fifty-five inch. Yeah. And remember, these are high sensors prices. Yeah. So they'll be less. Um, and that ninety-eight inch is $9,000. Sorry, $8,000. Yeah. 7999. That is extraordinary value for that for that sort of the quality. I, I saw the U7, that was one of the TVs that was there. I think they had yep. the 55 inch. And that is a quality TV for the price, for what you're yeah. getting. Really good bang for your buck there. And to have a 98 inch, I thought it'd be way more. Imagine that was a Samsung TV. Oh, that would cost wow. you 60 grand. Yeah. If it's a if it's a Samsung yeah. TV. And you know that's pretty good. The thing it's it's funny because it sits third from the bottom of their range. Yeah. But just consider this for a minute. 
there's, uh, what is it, one, two, three, four, there's eight different models in the range. The top one is a 8K TV, right? Yeah. Then you've got two OLED in the range. So then you're left with five models that are not OLED or 8K, right? Two of them are mini-LED, which is, you know, a two-year-old technology now. That's so, brand yeah, new stuff. It, that's sort of with the, sort of thousands of dimming zones. Thousands of dimming zones. Hundreds of dimming zones, yeah. And so what we're talking about with the U7 is... I think it's a fantastic sweet spot yeah, in their in their, in their lineup. Well, you can tell it is because they're that's the only one available in a ninety eight. Yeah, it, there are more TVs, no more screen sizes. There's five screen sizes in this yeah. one: sixty five, seventy five, eighty five, ninety eight. So they're obviously thinking that's going to be their bread and butter TV. Yes. So that's why they're throwing it up to the ninety eight size to give. Could you could you can imagine the more say a mini LED TV ninety eight inches is going to be double the price. Yeah. So they're thinking. That's Big right. TV at an affordable price, and the quality's great. I've got to say, I looked at, I was watching this for a while. Quality is really good for the price. Yeah, that's one thing. High sense, I think that people. Uh, I remember early on when High Sense first came onto the market, there was a bit of hesitation. The, the people didn't really 100%. know. They didn't know the brand. It's taken very well. years, but they've yeah. they've earned their place. I think so. Yeah, they've had they've had a good year. I was talking to uh, I was talking to their their new head of marketing up there. Um, and he was saying that they've had they've had quite quite a year like over COVID. Nick Peters is the guy yeah. the new head of marketing, and he was saying that the last couple of years have been really good for them. Yeah. You think about it, people they weren't travelling, they had this they had this money, and they thought, well, let's just get a better TV. And a lot of customers opted for a high sense, which yeah. is uh, good news for them. Yeah, I but, think um, it's yeah. I think it's a good range um, because they can cater in the eight K space when that comes yep. out later in the year. They can have their argument at the OLED space, and we've, we've put on the table where we think they need to be, and that's purely on price. Yep. In the mini-LED space, the smartest thing they're doing is just outright calling it mini-LED. Yeah. Because everyone else renames it. Yeah. And LG, I think, made a bad decision by calling QNED. Yeah. A, 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 it's, like, it's like a type of, of TV as opposed to a style of backlighting. Yeah. So there's, 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 there's edge-lit, backlit, and mini-LED all yeah. within LG's QNED. Which last year was purely mini LED. Yeah. Whereas Hisense is putting it out, they're going right. We've got we got this. It's mini LED. We have got this. It's OLED. It's ULED. We got this. Yeah. ULED. Which is ULED. And we've got uh, that thing over there, 120 inch laser TV as well. Yeah. Don't forget that. So yeah. if you want to go even bigger, yeah. Then yeah, 98. This doesn't cut it for you. There's a there's 120 inches through the laser TV, which also this year has a lot of proprietary technology on board. It's got uh, the the uh, X Fusion laser light technology on board. So you're getting really... And don't forget, this is throwing up an image from just like a few inches from the wall. does come with its own screen as well, by the way. That's included in the price. It's it's what they call the ambient light rejection screen. Because if you look at it closely, it's kind of... There's sort of like little little notches in, in, the, in right. the screen so that it can hit... The, when the light hits it at an angle... It sort of comes directly to your eyes, so rather than it being because it's coming up from below, it's channeling the light to your towards the viewer, which makes it look even brighter. So that's all part of the deal there. So if you want do want to go really big picture, picture uh, the trichroma laser TV. But again, you need to have the conditions uh, in Australian homes that they're they're, they're talking about. Uh, brightness on these new TVs, so over a thousand nits of brightness, which for a TV is quite bright. You th- our open plan living is that we are often have a TV in a room that's got a lot of sunlight, and these TVs can handle that, so they, they're bright enough. They've got uh, yeah. nothing's going to get washed out. But if you're looking down the laser path, you probably need to look at a room that you can control the light Definitely. rather than just sort of have during the day, you're just going to be looking at a blank screen because it could wash it out. You'll, you'll be able to see it, but it's you'd, you'd want to be able to have it in yeah. more uh, controlled space. 100%. It's all about the control environment with the laser TVs. But I think it's an exhaustive range. Um, it's a bit annoying, either the supply chain or whatever it is, that it's going to stagger its way out between now and August, plus some after that, because uh, the 8K hasn't even been you know launched at a price. Well, point. the initial one is end of June, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, but then they're going to they're gonna be filtered out. During the during the year, they didn't they didn't give us and I don't know if that's because they're not available. They just don't want to talk about it. That the pricing on the A seven or the A four, which is kind of their, you know, the eight the eight K TVs. No, no, no. They're just the the four K and the full HD TVs at the bottom end, uh-huh. um, that that are not ULED and they're 
you know, not, or they're not 4K. Um, right, so the very, very, very entry-level TVs. Yeah, they didn't release that pricing, which I thought was a bit, <coughs> okay. bit odd. Australian, but a little bit know, odd, is it? It is what it is, yeah. So anyway, that's the full range uh, from Hisense. You can uh, read more about the, the models and see all the prices at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au is the place to go if you want uh, networking solutions for your home and you can shop online directly at Netgear. Uh, Their website is store.netgear.com.au. That allows you to buy anything in the Netgear range, including the Orbi system, uh, which is basically the best for your um, home. And there's a range of different Orbi systems. It doesn't matter whether you've got uh, a couple of devices or up to 60 or 70 different devices connecting to your Wi-Fi. If you go to the uh, Netgear website, they'll actually talk you through or walk you through uh, um, a range, uh, I guess, guide, which will tell you, ask you questions like how big is your home, and that'll then help you understand which model is for you. So that'll narrow down which whether you want the RBK 753, the 852. There's a whole range of different models that you can get. And uh, Nick is there to help you find the model that will suit you. So you can find them all online at netgear.com.au and shop directly with Netgear. Great supporters of Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right. We um we're in Dub Dub Week. Dub Dub DC Worldwide Developers Conference, and a strange event, a bit of a toe in the water for Apple to say, look, what would happen if we took people to, yeah, to an event? You know, how would we do it? And um, they had a thousand developers and a bit of media there, and the process was, in many ways, normal. But then just these kind of extra things. It's like traveling. If anyone's traveled this, and we've already traveled this year, you know, you've got to fill out more forms before you go. You've got to submit things. So. Although weirdly the Qantas app doesn't have Qantas doesn't have it, but every other airline you just upload your vaccination certificate to their app and all this kind of stuff. With Apple, um, to attend the Apple Park event, you needed to take a, uh, a rapid antigen test, which they supplied, um, and you needed to take a photo of that and upload it to a health website. So a photo of the actual test of the result, of the negative test. Yep, um, and upload that to a website. It was then checked by someone, and then you'd get a kind of tick against your name so that you could pick up your badge to get in. Okay. Um, and then there were rules <coughs> How around. How did they know that was the one they? The, what was the one? Mate, they don't even ask me. They that, issued one because Stig and I walked out of this room, and I went. So if I'm positive and you're negative, I'm taking your photo. Like you know, like, <laughs> I'm still going. You know, um, but both negative. Look, in the end, uh, I, I, there is a lot of honour that you know it's an honour system in many ways. Yep. And then the other rules were masks indoors. Right. So we recommend masks when you're in close uh, proximity with anyone outdoors, but also when you're indoors, it's a requirement. Um, you would have seen photos of Tim Cook not wearing a mask because they closed off an area of the Steve Jobs Theatre where they had the MacBooks on display, set up all the kind of TV camera crews, and they let him walk up the stairs without, without mask on, stand there, take photos, and then he quickly put a mask on and then milled around yeah. and looked at the products and things yes. like that. So it was strange, though, because it was a, it's literally a virtual event. There was no well, – sorry, there was something that you, I don't think, saw on the stream, which was Tim Cook and Craig Federighi came out on stage in front of all the developers <coughs> all right. and gave a bit of a rah-rah, you know, this is yeah, it, we're, okay, we're back is. and Roll welcome it. and all yeah, this right. kind of stuff. It was pretty awesome. Um, oh, so that was before the live. It was yes. live, wasn't it? It was live. So before the, before the stream well, No, I mean, not in, live. It was the broadcast started at correct. 10 a.m. local time. And so at five minutes to, Tim came out, chatted, ah. and then Craig came out, or Craig – Came out, Craig Federer. <laughs> uh, came out and chatted, and then it was like back to you, Tim. And then Tim's like, "Well, let's get it underway." And then the stream started for everyone, yeah, both cool. in person and on. But I was up. I was up at three a.m., mate. I was there, up early. I chose to sit inside Cafe Max where the shade was because yeah. it was sunny. It was hot. Wow! Like they gave us sunscreen. That's wow. that's that's how. How brutal the weather okay. was, even though we thought the forecast was overcast. Well, wow. Anyway, pretty standard dub-dub outside of that because the keynote is always just, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Craig's going to come out a lot and do that. We now have a bit of a standard also with the processor mob, you know, the the dude with the accent, solid, yeah. like, you know, I don't know what his accent is. It's not Russian, but it's, you know, Phil's Eastern Block. Yeah. Um, <laughs> super nerdy, you know, processor guy. Um, but let's yeah. kick it off with iOS, right? Yeah. So iOS 16 and the lock screen. Um, yeah, I've got to say, I, 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 this was the very first thing they spoke yes. about, and, and I thought, is this what you're going to lead with, a lock screen? Like, yeah. I, I, Were you wondering the, the same thing? No, because I think it's great. Yeah, I, I'm thinking, I, I agree, but I'm thinking a lock screen is the lead feature of a new iOS. 
I thought it was an odd Let's way be to honest, start. Overall, yeah. it's a pretty light update to yeah. iOS, don't you think? Um, now, the more I look at it, the, there are some things that, that, that we'll talk about, but the more I look at it, they have sort of got a few little nuggets in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like, well, you know, let's talk about the lock screen. I reckon that's, it's good that we've sort of been, that we've had the same old lock screen for so long. I like you can put your widgets in it. You can have you know, your live play out of it. Yeah. You now have more control of your notifications sort of it, rather than just going, well, all of them in there. Yeah. You've got to con- some, some control over the bringing them in if you want to from the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Um, I like, too, that you can set different lock screens depending on what your mode. You, you might have a work yep. one or a play, yep. home, whatever, or travel. Yep. So I, I like that. And then it opens up to a home screen that also suits that particular mode that you've got did you see that as yes well? so, so basically yeah. think about focus mode which was, focus, which was a big yeah. thing from last year um and focus mode always had you know customized home screens you could get rid of some and keep others um they've basically just brought that mode into the lock screen but you know the customization of the lock screen is that was like it's cool. something you've never done before yeah, that was pretty i mean cool. you know we, th- we think about it but other than you know swipe to unlock that's the only other thing that's ever changed yeah. But now when I I've installed the beta, the the developer beta and like it it looks completely different. It's like I've never seen it before. You know, you've never seen yeah. my phone look that way before. And yeah, I've well, set it up with I've set it up with a shuffle so that every time I, I open it's a different picture of the kids. Ah, uh, you know, and that's, so that's actually it really really your cool. Kids. Goes yeah. through your photos. Yeah. The was it last year when they when they um had the widgets for the homepage? Was that last year, fifteen or two years ago? Oh no, widgets for uh, that was for old. iPad. That's fourteen. Yeah, I've and I remember on your iPhone that they brought that in. Was that fourteen or fifteen? Widgets. You know how you can have your home. You can change your home screen. So see on my home screen here, I've got the weather. And oh, yeah, I, I feel like that was fourteen, if not thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So because last year, yeah. last year with iPad OS, widgets became home screen based. So I feel like it was the year or two before that. But widgets, so the widgets on the lock screen, though, are not the same widgets. They require a developer to create a whole new widget. Yeah. You can't just put, because an app has a widget, you can't put it into the widget section of the lock screen. Yeah, At the right. moment, there's just really Apple it stuff needs that you to can put be, there. So have certain characteristics. Yeah, they, it has to be developed yeah. uh, with Widget Kit, which is, again, another new developer right. thing, um, but allows you to do you know things on the lock screen. So you can now adjust the font, the color. Yeah. The image. Yep. You can and, play and with it, the image portrait mode. There's a yeah, whole bunch of right. of default ones, like um, there's an astronomy one, which I really, really like. Um, I don't know whether it's just not following me around the world yet, but it's still just showing bloody America, and I'm like, I've left there now. So it <laughs> Is that the one that shows you the cloud cover and the, yeah, the day, it's day, kind of, day know, night? Shows what's night and what's day, and I like it, but I want to see Australia, not America. So yeah. I'm really hoping that it updates with location or something. Um, stuck in America. But, mate. you know, I think I said to... Um, I think I, I had some time with Jaws, and we were talking about how widgets, I think, changed the way people got excited about an iOS update, right? And I remember my wife couldn't give a rat's about any of this stuff, right? But then Jackson did something to his phone and did all these widget things. Yeah. And he's like, Mum's like, I want that as well. So oh. created all these cool things, you know, like there's day of the week widgets, there's blank yeah. widgets, there's photo Memories, widgets, all this uh, kind of stuff. Yeah, nice. And now I think that when people start to see this lock screen stuff, They'll be like, oh, I want that too. I want to use this photo. Yeah. I want to use that text. So I think it will create an excitement about iOS 16 yeah. because you've got to remember what Apple need is they need everyone to update. Yes. Because that gives them great credibility when they say, you know, 90% and of our people update within six months. They're normally pretty good like that. They are. Yeah. Um, and they also do make it more oh, They make it more efficient and less uh, optional, <laughs> Yeah. shall we say. You know, sometimes it's, it's essentially forced upon you with a single tap of a button, it's like, I'm coming, I'm coming this okay, update, and that's yeah, right. fine. You know what I like too, uh, and I noticed this throughout the presentation, was that some of the features that were first mentioned in iOS are across the board. They're in iPadOS, yeah. macOS. Like what? One of them is, well, iCloud shared library, shared photo library. Yep. The other is messages and how you can unsend a message and edit a message. Well, I mean, I'm within, cautious, within 15 minutes. cautious to say that that's a cross, but it's really just that's just within it's iMessage. iMessage right? And everyone has to be on iOS 16. Yeah, so a couple of things about that. iOS 16 is valid back to iPhone 8. Right. Okay. Oh, so 7. Gone. 7's gone. Really? And I reckon we skip one there because I reckon iOS 15 was compatible to the 6S. I think it was too. 
So I think yeah. we've skipped the seven getting a getting a version update here. Uh, but look, if you're still running a seven and you're you desperate with these kind of features, you need to you kind of do need to realise you've got a six year old phone, folks. Yeah, yeah. The iPhone eight was twenty twenty seventeen, the iPhone eight. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's five years ago. Well not quite five years yet yeah. when it came out. Um so I think I think that's something that Apple doesn't get a lot of credit for. You know, there ain't no Android phones that they're yeah. getting updates five years ago. No way. Direct from the manufacturer. They talk about three years' worth of updates with Android. Did you notice that? They, they yeah, know, they and it's like, three. are you kidding me? Yeah. Apple's doing five here. So uh, the message, what you can do is you can unsend a message. and Within, within 15 minutes. Within 15 minutes, you have the choice yes. to unsend or edit. Yes, and it reflects on... The person, the recipient's message bank will tell you whether you've edited the, your a message. That's right. Or whether you've deleted a message. Yeah. If you've you've recalled a message. Yeah. So that's it, you can't just not you can't just not the person if you send them the, them a, the, a wrong message they'll know you sent them a message of some sort that you've recalled. So you can see on I've got two phones here. This one here I sent a message and it says you unsent a message. Right. Trevor may may still be able to see this message, and on the recipient phone, there's a similar you know style of message which says you know a message was was unsent. Yep. So people got to be really careful to know that it's not um you know it's not foolproof. So I can see here that you know EFTM phone unsent a message, and it says he edited. So if I edited a message, it says it was edited. But it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't allow you, like Facebook, to look back at what you was edited. You can't look back at the edits. No, you can't yeah. see what was edited. Yes. And I think, and let me be very clear here. I think this is really critical. You, this, this is not a get out of jail free card because, no. firstly, it's only blue bubbles, people. Yeah. Only iMessage on iOS sixteen. Secondly, if I go now to my my laptop and scroll back to my messages, they're all there. Because my laptop is not updated to Ventura. Uh, so every operating system for the recipient has to be updated. Right. Yeah? Oh, so, so if they're on iOS 15... If they're on iOS 15... You can't do anything. No. Nah, and that's why it says device. your message may still be visible on devices running older versions oh, of there iOS. There you go. Wow. So Loophole. Like it's not a... You've got to be real careful to trust. Yeah. Or, 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 or less trust, more... You know, not care... <laughs> about what you're sending, thinking that you can undo, because you can't. What did you think of live text, and now you can take a frame of a video and have live text? I just text. think that's that's the next step, of, next it. step think, of that. I think live text is probably one of the best things Apple's done in a long yeah. time. Like, I used Smart. it this morning, Hisense. Send a press release, yep. table, image. I don't want to use the image, yep. so I just copied the text with my oh, cursor. from live text. Yeah, wow. Like... That's so smart. good. That's smart. I'm very smart. What do you think of the home app? The home app's been redesigned as well. Yeah, I'd like. I need better to... control. They're talking about matter as well. Matter, which is yeah, the... they're they're pushing matter yeah. in a big way, which is yeah. good because it needs to be pushed by everyone. I think, but the, I think they're going to benefit from that because oh, matter, totally. because matter is kind of like a standard across all across all smart products. Yeah, it's an industry standard. They're going to benefit because the kind of the neutral territory for this for matter will be HomeKit. Yeah. Rather than you having to go to the Arlo app and this and the this other app or yeah. whatever app, you've got it all in one place. I'm I'm very excited about Matter, but you remember got to yeah. remember that your old stuff doesn't update. You got to get yeah, new stuff. It's all new stuff. So yeah. if you're like me and most of your home is you know eight year old stuff, it is going to be a, a big investment to to upgrade. Yeah. But Matter as an organisation, whether it's Samsung or Apple or anyone, see this as a, as the next step for the smart home, not improving it for existing users. Yeah, right. But Apple, you're right. They want home. To be the place they you do everything. They want that to be that that yes. neutral territory. Yeah. What about um, the? What did you think when they introduced Apple Pay later? I thought, is this going to come to Australia? And they said no. And I went, okay, fine. I'm no, ever, go. not ever, or not now. Well, none of their none of their banking stuff has come to Australia. Uh, Apple Cash, Apple Card, none of that stuff yes, has come to Australia. Okay. So, right. I just don't think it'll happen in a short. I wonder how Afterpay's feeling about all this. Uh, pretty, pretty gutted. But I if, think. You, if you're if you're an Australian customer, you've got no problem. But the other one that was awesome that that doesn't come to Australia is the phone to phone transactions. And by the way, the map did update after a while. Oh, there you go. So on the home screen, um, yes, so the ability. So instead of ha- if you've got a Square account, you'll be able to download the Square app and not have to buy a merchant terminal. You just use your phone. Wow. That's huge. Another thing they've replaced. Amazing. What about uh, the updated maps, multi-stops, multi-stop routing? Yeah, I just... But if you're a courier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that is not new. 
Yeah. Like that sort of stuff is catch up in a big way. Yeah, but uh, so, you know, Google well, Maps and things like that. It's it's a decent update, and just let's to be clear, just the quietly, look, I have the to show l- there's animation on the yeah. astronomy app. So when you unlock, look at it, it comes down. Oh wow! And then that becomes your home screen. That's really cool. Very cool. That's nice. Lovely little touches to surprise and delight. Oh, mate, that's what they do, isn't that's, it? That's what they do. That's exactly right. But overall, iOS 16. Looking forward to seeing. So they're going to have a public beta in July. Yeah, right from next month. There'll then normally be a public beta, and, and then the, it'll the go live main release late September, September yeah. ahead of the iPhone launch. Um, and the iPhone will have this native on board. Native, the next so iPhone. It'll be, it'll be updated. It'll be already installed. Um, the Is other right? one, the other one was the um, I'm trying to remember what they call it, um, where you can in a photo you can touch the photo and and drag a piece of kind of content out of it. Yep. Now, oh, hang on. We haven't spoken about CarPlay either. Well, I'll get you. Let's get to that. Let's hang get on. to this. But um, no, I think so it's in a photo. What's it called? I wrote it down somewhere. Um, lift subject in item highlights. So, um, if you and it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be like their, their one was a you know dog or something. Yep, it can be anything as long as it's definable, right? So, um, here's a photo of Tim Cook. Now, if I push and hold on him. I can copy, and then I can go into WhatsApp to Stephen Fennick. Where are you? <laughs> and it doesn't quite work in WhatsApp because it doesn't do the – it just does – see, it's white. All right. That's it. Look at that. Oh, that's a pretty good crop in an instant. Not bad. Yeah. You know, that's just mad. Got it, just got the message. It's it's pretty amazing. It'll be a great way to – it's like making you – um, it's like making your own – remember those all those people came out with their own emojis and stuff? Yeah. It's like making those, you know. Yeah, you can just use anything in a photo. So if you if it's in say iMessage, it's it's all nicely cut clipped yeah. out. It's not like yeah. just it doesn't like a white look background. like a white background. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. It's pretty cool. iOS sixteen, eh? Um, Amazon Home, and uh, wasn't there something else you just said you were going to talk about? Uh, CarPlay. CarPlay. Yeah. So this is uh, they, this looks to be, and this is until next year. We'll so see they're this. saying the end of next year we'll start to see cars, the vehicles that can handle it. So I think a lot of people don't realise that CarPlay is already way more than a, than, a, than you think it is. So the BMWs, we drove BMWs recently, we'll talk about in a couple of weeks, um, where you've got the CarPlay screen in the middle, the infotainment screen. Then you've got a digital dashboard. If you were using Apple Maps for navigation, the map it's only appeared... on the middle screen. The anyway. map appears. No, the map appears on, on, the, on the dashboard the as well. The new one, yeah. On oh, the existing, in the current, in the current version, yep, yep. like they've already gone one screen, they've already gone to a second screen right. in car. Yep. It's just not not a lot of cars have implemented that now. What they're doing next is they're saying, "Hey, car manufacturer, this little powerful computer we give people, or people buy off us, um, it can do everything. So like you tell us how many screens yeah. you've got, and we'll make it work. So it'll adapt to so different shapes, the car, size screens. The car will send." Information to the phone like speed, revs per minute, yes, tire pressures, well, all the information. And, and so it's you got. can put that on the screen in front of the, the steering wheel. You can put that Driver wherever you screen. want it. Now there'll be certain constraints. Obviously, the the dashboard instruments need to be visible in the in the dashboard, the instrument cluster. You won't be able to just make that music, for example, and not have the 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 speed displayed. But essentially, they want to make it you know more user customizable. So some yeah. people might want a traditional dial. Yeah, so some you can people personalize just, it. Some people just want a a, a number with a like a, a bar chart for speed. Uh, you know, yep. you'd be able to personalize it. But every function of the car will be controllable through this. And the reason for this is is really quite simple. I was talking to someone the other day who has a you know newish Mercedes, and they hate the fact they've got to go out of it, out of CarPlay to get to the radio, fiddle around with it, and then come back to CarPlay for their maps. That's what Apple wants to change. They want yep. to make it so that you can manipulate all that through CarPlay. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's pretty cool. It's pretty smart. What and a shame. I, I, they did flash up on the screen. It could suit any size screen. And when they said that, they had a screen that was sort of looked like the same shape as a Tesla screen. Mm. But unfortunately, uh, Tesla won't be doing that, will they? Well, that's Tesla's decision. Do you think they might even consider it or not? It just, I just feel like their own sort if of Tesla ecosystem. haven't put CarPlay in by now, they're never going yeah, to. Yeah, it's a struggle, isn't it? Despite the fact that nine, so 98% of cars have CarPlay. What do, what, 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 two, what, what do you reckon the 2% is? <laughs> what, what about the figure that apparently like 97% of American car con- customers are, will only consider a car with CarPlay yeah. capabilities? I'm one of those. Yeah, wow. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? It's a hugely powerful thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what's coming to iOS. And as I said, 
public beta uh, next month. Yeah, and then it'll and, go uh, live sort of September-ish. Yeah, yeah. With, with and around the iPhone 14. And if you buy the iPhone 14, it'll be already installed. Pre-installed, 16, ready to go. Pre-installed, baby. Rock and roll. Yeah. Two blokes talking tech. Details of iOS 16 at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Alrighty, Two Blokes Talking Tech, proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. Uh, we're talking about the Arlo Go 2, but what I want to do, we've, we've been talking about Arlo's new Go 2 mobile security camera for a while, and, it, it's, uh, it, and all it's got to offer, it's got 4G connectivity via, uh, via SIM card, GPS tracking, SD card slot for local storage, but... How does it compare to the older to the older brother, the Arlo Go, so the previous model? So I'll tell you what, there's some good upgrades here. Let's start with the resolution. Arlo Go launched with 720p, but now the Arlo Go 2 comes out with a 1080p. Huge. So much, much better uh, resolution there. And then you've got the night vision. So the Arlo Go's crisp black and white night vision is pretty good, but it's now the Go 2 takes that even further with colour night vision upgrades. So... It's uh, it's like if like all other younger siblings here, they they like to take centre stage. Always wants to be in the spotlight, Stephen, and that is the critical word because the Arlo Go Two, unlike the original Arlo Go, has a spotlight, which means you get that little bit of light shone on the subject, which also gives you that uh, potential for that colour night vision. But there's also the two way audio. Yeah. Now there's a big difference there, like, and I think we've talked about it before. There's a difference between a phone call. And a you know walkie-talkie call where you can only one person could talk at a time. Yep. With the Arlo Go Two, you've got the full two-way audio, which means you're basically having a face-to-face chat with whoever's there, whether it's your Airbnb, your holiday home, or whether it's a burglar on your construction site. <laughs> the Arlo Go Two has you covered. Now, both Go cameras are great for those who want security. That's a little more versatile and mobile, but like magpies or tuna, whoever, whatever animal you want, they're attracted to shiny things. There you go. So, uh, yeah, that's why we're pretty excited around the Arlo Go 2. For those wanting to nab a bargain, JB Hi-Fi and Harvey Norman are both selling the original Arlo Go at about 349 bucks, while stocks last. But for an extra $70, you can get the Arlo Go 2 for 429 Beautiful. Well worth a look. If you want to do it, check it out, Arlo.com. All right. Can I can I tell you? Yeah. Apple buried the lead. Really? In this whole thing. Really? Hit me. I'll tell you what I what think was one with? of the biggest things. Hit me. Pass key. Um I I I agree it was buried, but I think it was smartly positioned. It was it was in the uh, Mac OS section. Yes. And it was basically just like a I think it was a 2 minute ex- if that explanation of how pass keys work. So and the talk around passkey, and they said this, it's eventually going to replace your passwords. So passkey generates a unique digital key and stores it on your device. And so when you go to that particular account, you have the digital key already there, which is kind of like your password. The two-factor authentication then is your touch ID or face ID, and then you get into the site. So a, it's on your site, on your device, not on their site. So if there's a data breach, there's nothing to steal because yeah. it's on your device. Yep. The other thing too, it can't be fished. So you know, you're, we need to update your details. Click here, and and we'll know it's on my device, my password. So what do you mean? Yeah, and the point so, there is that even if you did click here, yeah. they would they would need to have integrated passkey, which yeah. would not be allowed. And it would not have the authentication not, required. It's not on their server. It's not yes. on the other company's server. So I, I found this to be uh, pretty impressive about how you know how hard is it to remember a long and complicated password because that's what they tell us that you need to have a long password yep. for it to be effective. Different password, change them often. This I think is going to be a game changer. Yeah, I mean you should have a really long password like mine is Stephen Fennick remembers everything <laughs> one, um, and then every now and then I update it to a two. Twenty one. Uh, <laughs> My password is just one two three four five. Isn't that yours too? I one, put a six because sometimes two, three, four, you want to be six. a bit more secure. <laughs> but for the nerds listening, you'll be more familiar with this under the terms PGP. PGP. Pretty good privacy, I think, is what that stands for. Maybe. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> public and private key. Right. So there's a public key which is what sits at the other end. So for example, my web server, there's this there's this public key sitting there, and I've got the private key. And for me to get in, I've got to link the two together. And 
if I don't have that saved on my computer. Right. I don't I don't type anything. I just I just log in my username and the password is automatically so the two keys the handshake they sh- because it's in a particular file in a particular place yeah. on the computer. So it's like go- it's like Ghostbusters. They've got you got the gatekeeper and Spot the key on. and the key master. And what Apple's doing is saying, well, let's just let's just incorporate that kind of technology into the keychain, right? Which is a cloud-based system. So it system, works across all your Apple so devices. So it works across all your devices. And they've critically said that this will work on a Microsoft device or anything because what will happen is if I go to my Windows computer and try and sign in, a QR code will come up. I'll sh- I'll scan that QR code with my phone, and my face ID will kick in, and my my yeah. my private key will will be certified, and I'll be admitted to the thing. Smart. It'll it'll get even easier than that once all the kind of companies, Google and Microsoft, yeah, we should mention that actually, together. Google and Microsoft are also su- supporting the uh, this new authentication standard, and it's part of the FIDO Alliance, is that right? Whatever that means, yeah. And the Worldwide Developer, the Worldwide Consortium as well. There's another one there. Oh, is the Worldwide Fund for Nature involved? Uh, no, it's the Worldwide Web what about Consortium. Worldwide sorry. Wrestling? Worldwide Web Consortium. Um, but the great thing here is that you think about this, and so, yes, they buried it, right? But because it's going to take time. I put this, though, in the same category as sign-in with Apple. You remember yeah. when that was announced maybe two years ago? Yes, I do. Yes. That is now almost ubiquitous. Yeah. On on popular apps and things. Yes. If you if you want to, you just click a button and it protects your email, da 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 da. And it's the quickest way to sign up, but it's way more secure and private than using bloody Facebook. So I think Apple could have some luck here by pushing this out to well, a lot more companies. And I think it'll go well. Like we said, it's like Google and Microsoft are already in the discussions, but I think this is the first time where the rubbers hit the road and Apple said, right, we're going to pull the trigger here. We need Samsung to get on board, though. Yeah. We just need Samsung to do the same thing. They've got knocks. They can say that, yeah, of course that your, can. Your, your private key is being stored within Knox and yada, yada, yada. But I just... So my concern is that at an ecosystem level, what Apple's doing here is getting ahead of everyone else and there will be kind of more, shall we say, unlinked ecosystems. So uh, the problem is if you're... But isn't it up to the site? No, so but if I decided to have passkey on my site... Yes. So, you, of course, you've got to make sure it's available for Android, iOS, so everyone's right. got to be on board. But yeah, the point right. is, right, if my, let's call it that, that little private key, my key is sitting in the iCloud keychain, right? But I, also, I, I use Apple devices for 50% of my time. But the other 50%, I've got to keep coming back to my Apple devices to do the verification. So that's where I think there's going to be a bit of a problem and a challenge. Yeah, it, so needs, it needs to become universal. What you'll find before, is there's yeah. those, have you seen those YubiKeys? Yeah, it They're generates US, a six-digit code. USB yeah. things. I use that on my iPhone. No, but there's there's ones that don't when I log do... In, when I log into Xero, uh, it does that for me. So there's ones that are physical keys. Yeah, I've seen that. That don't have a screen or anything on, but that that is that's that's your copy of your ah, private key essentially, okay. right? So, it's so you pr- put that into any computer, and that's I how see. you verify it. Yes. But then, how does that work with a phone or a Samsung? Or do you know what I mean? I'm just, I think it's gonna become complex. Right. So it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I I'm very impressed though with that feature, and uh, that was my first thought. I'm thinking, really, you you waited till now to tell us this? Yeah. This is, should have been in the first five minutes. Honestly, uh, there's only three things I noted about um, yeah. Ventura. Oh, Passkey was one of them. Passkey, I'll tell you what your next one's going to be, is uh, using your iPhone as a webcam. 100%. That is a really cool feature. Because not only do they go, we're going to use the iPhone as a webcam, and it looks better. And Belkin, by which, the way, are developing the little with adapters. With developing a mountain. Many other, mount? Many other yeah. people will. Yeah. But it does also admit that the webcam on a Mac is rubbish. Or, or not rubbish, but limited. It's like yeah. iPhone camera has yeah. ultra wide. It's got portrait. It's got all these features that a webcam it doesn't have. A webcam's got resolution, is what it's got. Yeah, it doesn't have the the. So if you want uses, if you want good portrait mode or studio light, which yeah. is the kind of things, this will be generated out of the phone. And it's amazing because yeah. you don't need to turn on the phone or unlock the phone. It just it just sits there. Just yeah. works yeah. right. But the big deal was desk mode. Yes. Now I don't know it how looks this looks like a top-down camera. I don't know how, how this is going to be integrated that? into um, wow. into you know your Zoom calls and stuff. But let's just assume they're going to make well, that you easy. You might want to say here. I want to show you what I've got here. No, but I'm saying technically how they're going to uh, integrate it. Like you know how you yes. choose your camera. I think it'll just become a third yeah, camera. Yeah, of course right it will. Yeah. Now it it looks amazing in all the demos you've seen, but trust me, the minute real people start testing this, you're going to see how it works. It's heavily distorted. 
So what it is, it's, oh, right. all, it's all using the wide-angle lens. Yeah, right. So both views of you and the desk are using the wide-angle lens because oh. it's all there. And okay. what it does is it crops this bit and it goes, right. that's the main webcam. And then it gets this bit and it goes, right, I'm going to so, stretch this out so and make it look square. View, so desktop view and then normal view. It's using the same ultra using wide the same, camera. It's using the same picture. And that, that's why it can give you center stage too, is that right? Yeah. Because it's ultra wide. Correct. Oh, wow. It's following you around. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, if you turn off center stage, it will actually use two lenses for this. It will use a standard lens for you, and it'll use the ultra wide for the desk. Ah. Um, and basically what it does is it, it warps the picture. Now, anyone that's got a car other than a Tesla that has 360-degree reversing, so you know the drone view, what I call it with yes, my kids? yes. That's essentially what they do there is they've got all these cameras pointing out. And if they just showed you the cameras, it'd look horrible. But what they do is they distort the picture and squeeze it in yes. so that it looks as it would if you were above the the car. So that's what they do on the desk. Okay. But it looks remarkable. That's pretty cool. I like that. I, I don't like know that when feature. I'd ever use it. Yeah, well, uh, there was a, the example that was... Uh, magic tricks? You, know, you do you, magic tricks, do you, mate? Well, sometimes. But um, imagine <laughs> you're, sort of, you're talking to someone, you need to decide. I think the example they gave was... My wife and I yeah, were going to buy a couch. A sofa, yeah. yeah, so here's the colour swatches and here's this. Mate, get know. together you the wife and ask about you swatches. Should, you really, should mate? get in the same room. I think you should wife, probably yes. get in the same room if you're going to make a couch. probably a good idea, yes. <laughs> now, another feature that they made uh, a pretty big fuss over, and I think with good reason, was stage manager. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty messy de- Mac desktop man. Yes. And so having them all arranged down the left and being able to switch between them and have access to your desktop, I think that's a really good move. Yeah, I think once we realise how easy it is to use, and you need to learn all the kind of shortcuts, but basically it, what it does is it puts like a second dock, but it's yes. a dock of all your open windows, yep. and if you've got five windows of pages open, you can click on it five times and it'll just scroll through them, or you can bring them all back out again, whatever you like. I will be using this feature, I, I, uh, especially on my iMac, and on my, actually more on my MacBook, my MacBook Pro. See, I just prefer to go full screen at times. And just swipe between the screens? Yeah. Okay. But then yeah. you lose track of how many you've got open. Yeah. Well, here, at least you can see down the left, what is it, three that's or That's right. Four, up to five. Up to five? I reckon that's pretty cool. The most the, the most used five. They made a big deal, too, about um, collaborative working and you know, yeah. shared shared tabs. You know, like how often, I don't, look, how often are you on the That feels like a very Apple thing. Yeah. How often are you on the line with your mates looking at the same websites? Ever. Yeah, it's never happened. That's rare, but you know, you might be in a, a team environment where you all got to work on the same project. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're two blokes who work alone, <laughs> whinging about how we don't do collaboration. I guess <laughs> if we put more preparation to this show, we could have a shared group of tabs that were the stories Maybe. we're going to have, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. What about um, what are we up to? Watch OS? Did you? Uh, um, so I did make. What else? F- what else are you all going to talk about? Few notes about Watch OS. Um, sleep watch stages. Rates, yes. So now that you don't just find out how long you've been sleeping, but you can find out, you know, whether it was deep sleep or light sleep. Other companies have cool. been doing that for a while. They've been first time yeah, on, totally, on Apple Watch. Yeah, totally. Um, AFib history, which is, you know, pretty cool. Bloody new watch faces. Who cares? I mean, I don't mind the new watch faces. That's great. I just wish they would. I mean, I've got to be honest. It was a pretty, open a store? It was a pretty awkward week for me. Yeah. Because okay. I was not wearing an Apple Watch. Oh, you had your tag. All week. Uh oh. And every time and someone new came into the room. I was like, what's that? You like, said it's tag, the tag. Baby. It's a tag, baby. And I let a couple of people wear it to see it. <laughs> and you pointed to the bloke's Apple Watch. He goes, I don't wear that cheap. And there was, there, was one, <laughs> there was one catch-up I had with a rather senior executive, and I, I did this one where you put your arm hey. into your wrist. And I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Because I noticed him look at my watch, and I just went immediately. I just covered oh, it up. I thought, we're oh. going to move on from this now. Normally but my you, point is, yeah. the Apple Watch, I don't think it has enough watch faces. Yeah. Samsung, How Google, did, Tag. Open up. I've said this a hundred times. Store. Open up a watch store. Oh I would spend a hundred bucks a year on new watch Me faces. Too. Me too. Here's another five bucks. Here's another five bucks. Here's another five bucks. Yep. Watch faces, people. Absolutely. They're missing out on revenue. It makes no sense to me. Now, what about iPad OS 16? This, to me, seemed to oh, be... Oh, sorry. Sorry. One more thing. Yeah, sorry. Podcasts oh. on eSIM. Ooh. So if you've got an Apple Watch and with an eSIM, yeah. you can search... Browse and download podcasts oh, you on the on the you wrist. Couldn't do that before. No, you, oh, you could, could not. do it when it's paired on to your the phone. phone. Yes. Oh. So if if you're if if we're out for a walk, <laughs> as if, um, and you pass someone you were talking to them again, as if, um, and they recommended a podcast to you, you could dial it up right there. Okay. Good to know. That's cool. Good to know. Anyway, uh, by the way, the the medication um, and AFib stuff you saw on the keynote, people not coming to Australia. 
the AFib history stuff and the medication look up and drug. Um, is that is that because drug to drug. approved? Yeah. So the the what is it? The Therapeutic Goods Administration. Yeah. They need, have to they, approve need that? they need to approve the so AFib and the and wait the, another four years will we? Or? Exactly. So just okay. don't think about. It. Sorry, All iPad. Right. iPad OS. Um, again, I I felt this was sort of a bit of a. Uh, hybrid sort of bit of Mac OS, again. yeah. Bit of um, iOS. It's all about obviously you know um, multitasking and and being productive. Yep. The they had what do they include? Stage manager. They include all the messaging apps too, like Mail. I think we haven't spoken about Mail. Has it had an overhaul with a? Ma- if you're still using Mail, you're an idiot. Ventura. Well, I'm an idiot then. Yeah, you are. I've told Ventura. you a million times. It's on use Ventura, Gmail. and and it's uh, I think better searching, but also too the recall of a message. Yeah. Did you know how fast you got to be? Google's already got that. Like it's five seconds. What, Ten seconds on on a, on a. Ten seconds, five mail. seconds, whatever it is. That's a, that's that's not much time, is it? No, but it's it's for when those moments when you when you hit send, or you hit enter or you know control enter, yeah. not knowing it's going to send, you just hit undo. Uh, like seriously, Gmail's had that for five years. Okay, so okay, not a feature. But uh, yeah, stage manager, I reckon. We'd, I saw that demo for on the iPad. That looks pretty cool. Being yeah. and being able to have like up to four different open windows. Yeah. As well to float around. That's pretty nice. Again, collaborative collaborative features. Again, pass key and all those other features from iOS. So. Uh, iPadOS, they're saying it's a massive update, but it's uh, again taken out a lot of features from iOS 16 and Mac OS Ventura. Yeah. So talk about burying the lead, Stephen. Yes. MacBook Air. Yeah, this is this is cool. An M2 processor as well. Yeah. So the M2 processor is a tough one for them because the M1 stays available. In fact, the MacBook Air with the M1 stays available at fourteen ninety nine. Yes. Hundred so dollars less than what it, what it launched at, okay. but the new MacBook Air. With a new design, and the M2 is eighteen ninety nine. But then again, the MacBook Pro thirteen inch with M2 is nineteen ninety nine. And and I and and I think the difference there, well, MacBook Air different design, really thin, really light, good for those users who short bursts of 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 processing. MacBook Pro more at your pro user, longer battery life. It's got a different architecture, so it's got fans involved. Yeah. So if you want to say render something for hours at a time, that's essentially what they've said the to us. Pro is, would look, be better because everyone's yeah. asked the question: what, yeah. Why? Why would why I buy would this one? The pro? Yeah. And and the simple answer continuously given is: for short bursts of work, the the mate, the air is going to be beautiful. But if you're rendering a you know a feature film, it's really going to start to push the the M2 on its own. And you're going to want to start to go to the pro chips. It's really, really yeah. that simple, isn't it? I like too how it's uh, available in four colours now, four finishes. Do you like yeah. this one? What would you choose? Uh, the midnight, mi- the midnight space looks gray, great. silver, and starlight. The midnight, so midnight looks great. The midnight is sort of like darker. It's got than that space really, gray. really, 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 really dark blue. Right. Ah. Do you remember we talked about this? Yeah. The midnight phone looks a bit bluish. Okay. Um. So it's also got a 13.6 inch screen because it's taller. It's got the yeah. notch and and narrow. So it has bezels. the notch like the yeah, 13 like the and 14 Pro. pro. Yeah. Um. Uh, more Got the MagSafe back. A 10, 10 core GPU, MagSafe, up to twenty four gigabytes unified memory, up, up from up from sixteen compared to the M one uh, MacBook Air. Ten eighty p FaceTime camera, up from seven twenty. Nice spatial audio, and it weighs one point two four kilos. I've got to be honest, when I picked it up and went, oh holy wow, this is really light. Yeah, but it's only point zero five gra- um, kilos. So what's that? Fifty grams lighter than uh, the than the old. It just it must have yeah. just seemed light because I've been carrying around a Pro. My next, this will be my next yep, laptop. Yep, 100%. Definitely. Midnight, get it. That's me. Just bought a Mandarin M1. Did you? Filthy. Just bought it like a couple of few weeks ago. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Don't you have a, isn't there a period where you can change yeah, your mind? It's taken her two weeks to open it, and that's, so we've now <laughs> gone through that. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, wow. Um, so now the thing is, though, like, we don't really know when the hell that's going to happen. Uh, that That's like a... They said next month, didn't they? Yeah, it's like... What are we, what are we thinking, late July? Feels like it's going to be a while, right? Um, so late July makes it like still six weeks away. Yeah. Okay. But there's no. I'm just looking at the website to see if there's ETAs given when you try and order one. You can't add it to a bag. Why can't I add uh, it to a bag? But there's no there's no window there's no to estimate order there yeah. either, is there? No. So there's, it's just allowing to, you to price match it. That's about all. Anyway, that's yeah. a wrap of everything that happened at the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference. Details really of good. that are available at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Stephen, we should do it again. Um, episode 539 would be maybe, my suggestion. Maybe. 
I'll uh, I'll see my how what my calendar's looking like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I uh, hope your diary clears up. Um, I think our sponsor. You know, I always make time for you, mate. I'd you bring I'd bring do. around. <laughs> I'll be there, buddy. I'll be there. Who would I call next? <laughs> Who would you call next? If you weren't available. No, nah, mate. You know what? I'm here, mate. It's very simple. If you were, if you were not on the show one week and someone yeah. else was, yeah. people would be able to tell from who appears as to whether or not we're ever going to talk again or whether you're just really under the weather. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because there's certain people, if I put them on, it'd be like, I'm you're dead to me. Like I've you know yes. you would never talk to me again. Well, you know, and there's others who'd be like, yeah, it'll, okay, yeah, it'll never it. get to that point, mate, because because we're rock solid. We always make time. This is going to be. Right. I'm. This is the one thing. This is the last thing that goes when I peter away from this game. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What you mean. Like if Jackson takes over the Today Show, whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. if the world changes, yes. yep. this is the thing this will be that the we'll be doing while there. we're playing golf at our yes. retirement village. I hope so. Yeah, my I wife will be living do. somewhere else because <laughs> kids will be gone. <laughs> I'll be off like three. We'll be playing that I'll much still golf. be off 100 because uh, I still <laughs> won't care. I'll just enjoy the time out exactly in the sun. Exactly right. All right, mate. See you next week. Right up, buddy.